Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Phil Christofinelli is here. He's the state rep. Going to join us because he's got a resolution in support of what Greg Abbott in Texas is doing down there. Uh, state rep Phil Christofinelli, how are you this afternoon? Welcome to 97.1 FM Talk. Good to have you back. Glad to be with you. Yeah. I always like to describe for folks, like, because they're listening, they maybe know your name. Do you represent people in which uh, district? So describe where your district is. Sure, that's right. I, I've represented St. Peter's in the Missouri House for eight years now, and I'm running for Senate in eastern St. Charles County. Which so is, is that yeah, you? In the, in the Senate district there, who's, whose seat is that right now? Is that Bill's or somebody yeah. else? Yeah, Senator Eigel's running for governor, and I'm running to replace Senator Eigel. So if you—here's a good question. If you would be in the Senate right now, Phil, would you be in the Freedom Caucus? Well, I certainly have the voting scores that would suggest that uh, I'm a lot like, uh, you know, where they're at on the issues. Uh, My hope is that those senators can come together and move on the conservative priorities that we were all elected to accomplish uh, in Jefferson City. You know, I've been a little disappointed, much like many of them, and how little uh, we have actually been able to achieve with our conservative, well, with our Republican supermajorities. There's probably only 40 members of the House. Uh, that could be, in fairness, called conservatives. And uh, I'm proud to be one of those, and I look forward to continuing that conservative legacy over on the other side of the building. Well, let, let's talk about the border here. And I think that there would be um, some folks out there, certainly in the legacy media, I'm, I'm guessing that the Post-Dispatch would write an editorial about this. Well, what in the world is the state legislature of Missouri and Jeff City, with all these other issues, getting involved and putting their nose into the uh, border issue? But I think it's an important issue, and I support what the red states are doing, including Governor Parson when he finally signed on last week. So what are you asking for here, Phil? Well, uh, I'm asking for for two things. One, that the House shows solidarity with Governor Abbott uh, for invoking the actually invasion clause of the Constitution and standing up for the self-defense of uh, all Americans uh, in preventing uh, this pouring of of millions and millions of illegal immigrants across our border. And two, I'm I'm asking that our our governor join with the governors of several other states in deploying some Missouri National Guard members uh, to stand alongside uh, those folks in Texas and and make sure that uh, our laws are upheld. So what are the legal ramifications of that? I mean, I'm truly asking. I don't know that that's a bad idea. I don't know if it's a good idea. I understand what you're doing here. But is that something that legally can happen constitutionally, et cetera? Have you looked into that and vetted that? Well, uh, certainly, uh, Governor Abbott uh, believes that uh, the the um, you know that the that the actually invaded clause of the Constitution, the provision that uh, allows states to provide for their own self-defense uh, when they are invaded by uh, another entity, uh, he believes that the facts on the ground 
justify the invocation of, of that uh, provision, uh, you know, and whether they do or not is ultimately going to be a, a question for the judiciary. Uh, but he's made his decision uh, as a person, as a governor, uh, uh, empowered with that authority. Uh, and, you know, we'll let the courts sort it out from there. But it seems to me to be the right thing to do. I mean, the, the numbers are just astronomical, Mark. Uh, when we have 8.3 million people who have come across since uh, Biden took office, 1.7 of those uh, have completely evaded uh, any sort of processing by the border control. Our immigration courts are overwhelmed. Our urban centers uh, across the country uh, cannot accommodate uh, the masses of humanity that have been coming yeah. from around the world. It is, it is just mind-boggling what's going on. And, and quite frankly, uh, uh, Joe Biden has abdicated his, responsible, uh, his constitutional responsibility to keep us safe. And so it's time for the states to step up. I, th- I think he's abdicated that to his own um, party because a majority of people in his own party think that this is outrageous. I love this, Phil. You might get a kick out of this. I got an email from a listener named Sandra today that said, you are truly one of the smartest and most researched radio personalities I know, and I trust your fact-checking. So clearly, Sandra's very smart to begin with, or she's way off course because I really don't do much work. But here's what she said related to immigration. My husband and I are disagreeing on facts. I'm a Trump supporter, not as hardcore as I used to be. Uh, he needs to own oh, no, It says his take on the vaccine. I don't agree with. He needs to own that disaster. However, there's a lot I like about him. Um, and then she says, what I need help with is that my husband is insistent on the fact that he says more illegals crossed our border under Trump than Biden. I have looked and looked. and I'm not seeing that fact. Can you help me or us? So I did help her. And what I found out was that essentially you can probably make a case. Uh, by the way, the numbers, as you know, Phil, not even close. I mean, it's it's stunning sure. how many people. But they, they also kind of sometimes boil it down to, all right, the percentage of uh, of people's that were released, et cetera. The bottom line, what I told her was, is the numbers aren't even close, and I gave her some information just from the uh, Border Patrol along those lines. I also told her if it comes down to a divorce attorney with her husband, I have a good client, Susan L. Ward, along those lines. But, but Phil, in all seriousness, this is something that um, most American people, no matter what side they're on, really do side with Republicans on. So what's your theory as to why this administration doesn't see it that way? Well, Mark, I, I think they see those as future Democrat voters. Like, look at our last election. If you break it down to the number of, uh, it's really just a handful of precincts across the country uh, that delivered Biden his victory. I think it's less than 100,000 votes uh, overall in key areas uh, across the country uh, that, uh, you know, brought uh, Democrats into office. Uh, even after they did all their shenanigans by changing all the voting rules uh, before our election in, in 2020. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we know that these people overwhelmingly lean left. They come from uh, leftist-aligned communist regimes in, in South America. Uh, and uh, the, I think the Democrats would love to have them here uh, as, as reliable voters every year and, and try to create a, a blue wall. Uh, but that's just simply not in the interest uh, of uh, Missourians, and it's not in the interest of Americans, and that needs to be stopped. So, Phil, will they actually vote on your um, your proposal in the House? Is there a schedule for uh, that? So the, the, it has to get referred to committee, and uh, if it gets through committee, it'll go to the floor, and, and my hope is that, yes, uh, that we'll get a vote on it. 
So let me go back to the dysfunction in the Senate and in, in your opinion on that and what you think might happen, because obviously there's a lot of voters out here that are confused. They don't understand. A lot of this stuff gets into the weeds. I spent some time with Cindy Laughlin earlier this afternoon, but obviously these two chambers have to pass things. There's constitutional responsibilities with the budget. But as you mentioned, there's other issues out there. I think there's a fear that once again, nothing really gets accomplished in the legislature this year outside of the budget, Phil. We've been off to a terrible start, and it was uh, really, you know, disappointing to see uh, how bad it's gotten on the other side of the building. And, you know, this has been bubbling up for years and years and years. uh, And ultimately, uh, my hope is that the senators can get together over there, put their, you know, uh, personal, uh, you know, problems aside and and sit down and and deliver some actual results. Because what we've seen thus far is just uh, a whole lot of uh, you know, both sides uh, taking yeah. taking shots at one another. And, you know, the, the people that are left on the sidelines are uh, our Republican primary voters that, that sent these guys here to deliver uh, on things like uh, initiative petition reform, on school choice for kids, on lowering the tax burden on Missourians. Those are the things that we need to be working on. Uh, we don't need to be uh, engaged in this, this crossfire. And so. yeah. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 